Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Oh, buongiorno, Patrizio. How are you? Pretty good. What's going on, fellas? Oh, you know, we're just talking some hoops and football, baseball, basketball, golf, track and field. A little highlight mixed in. We're doing it all today. What are you up to? Here you go. Here you go. Sounds like a full day. Pat, I want to know before we get started talking about basketball, you like oysters? Oysters? Oh, yeah, of course. I knew it. Of course. You know that. You spend time up in New England. No, I, I, I didn't throw back oysters, though. I'll say that. It's not my, not my jam. <laughs> I don't think I'm eating them the right way. Not like, you know. People who eat oysters, they almost kind of want to brag that they Northeastern oysters are a different breed really? than Gulf oysters, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Oh, okay. They are so much different. They're usually smaller. They're uh, a completely different flavor. And I had never really had them, Pat, until the oyster bar got revamped here, and they've got a great selection of all kinds of different oysters. And, man, the Northeast stuff is phenomenal, completely different, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't um... – so, yeah, the ones, like – you remember the ones we had down in Mobile, Alabama? Oh, yeah. They would just like they look like chicken. I mean, chicken they're tenders. huge. The Gulf oysters are yeah. huge. Yeah, so we get we, each year. I mean, this obviously we can get them pretty easily. You know, they sell them in all the grocery stores uh, up here. So, well, actually, I'm in Charlotte, but um, so we'll get them for you know for Christmas Eve. We get you know a couple dozen oysters and we'll shuck them. Maybe I'll char grill them. Sometimes I, you know, you know, but usually we just shuck them and just slurp them right down. It's a happy fat good Tuesday. Good source of protein. Yeah. Good source of protein. Is it good? Because you, don't you just swallow them? You don't savor or chew or anything, right? I may get, get, may get a little bite on them, you know? Mm. What the oyster? A little bite if you want. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I crush. Because this way you can yeah. taste the, brine, the brininess. Yeah. The salt, the ones in the Northeast seem a little saltier, at least okay. the ones I've had. The uh, I just do I, Tabasco, horseradish, raw horseradish, and Tabasco. That's what I do. I don't put them on a cracker. I just pull them out the shell and go to town. Let's get to work, sir. Right. Let's get to work. Okay. Um, let's get to work on some hoops, Pat. Here we go. Razorback basketball, nice win over the weekend. Certainly beating Tennessee tomorrow night would be even more impressive. The Vols currently the top-ranked SEC yeah. team at number eight. With the Gamecocks at 11, Auburn 13, Alabama 15, and Kentucky at 22, Florida and Gainesville, Ole Miss and A&M all receiving votes at this point. Lenardi and um, Jerry Palm both predicting nine, Patrick. That is a dream come true for you if that comes to pass. How about that? What do you think? Well, it's not but, I, you know, I'll tell you the most important thing is you – you know, it's good getting nine teams in, but, you know, in the last couple of seasons, it's been, um, you know, just one team advancing past the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. right? Last year, obviously, the Hogs losing the Sweet 16, but um, you know, there just haven't been many. The you know, Final 14, the last one was at Auburn in that 2017 that Auburn goes. When they went to the Final so Four? I think that may have been 2018. They had Jaron Harper. 
and Mustafa Heron. Yeah, Derek Hopper, Bryce Brown. Um, you know, obviously a couple of seasons ago they were number one, and they had Jabari Smith. But um, so you have so you have like last year Alabama number one overall seed. Um, so you know, for me personally, it's great getting you know a bunch of teams in, but to get greedy, it'd be nice to get uh, you know a couple of lead eights, then a couple of final fours. That's, is that all? That's when you start to. <laughs> To hope to get a little greedy, so. yeah. Well, yeah, it'd be nice to get a handful of teams past the first weekend or past the first, yeah, into the Sweet 16 and beyond, I suppose. Yes, uh, he's got uh, Mississippi State last four in Florida, Ole Miss last four getting buys, Tennessee is a two, Alabama, Auburn threes, South Carolina as a five, and Kentucky is a six with Florida as a 10, Mississippi State and AM also, and Ole Miss is an 11. So we'll see if that, that comes to pass or not. That's uh, Lenardi's picks and Palm I think somewhat similar but certainly has nine in um so what do you think of Arkansas last weekend Pat L Ellis who you want to talk about a guy who's been at the very extremes not playing a second to starting and playing well and leading the team the other night in a win over Georgia I mean we talk about it every week I'll keep talking about it till the end of the season you just have to be a special kind of person to play for coach Musselman because not most I mean most guys can't you know, handle yeah. that, DJ. I just think I, I like just, if you rolled out there every day, and it's I, like, I, I don't get it. And like, I, I'm not questioning, I guess I am questioning his coaching decisions. But, Pat, could you imagine trying to get into a rhythm week in and week out, playing in a system where yeah. you lead your team one week and you don't see the court the next? I, I just, what what's the theory behind this? Well, I think, you know, what we've seen from Coach Moss over the last couple seasons is he kind of takes his time. To settle on his guys in his rotation, and then once he does, though, you know he, he knows what to expect, and you know it's a lot easier for him and his coaching staff to to game plan when they know who exactly they can depend on to do what and to put them in certain situations. So I think it's probably just as frustrating for him. Um, you, and I think it's just the consistency. You don't think you know that this at this point we're in on the season. I mean. He well, that. And I think that's why it's such a unique season is mm-hmm. because, you know, I, he probably looks at these guys as extremely inconsistent mm-hmm. or he would have settled on guys. Um, you know, I do think, like, to, to what you're saying, it's, it's difficult. I mean, he is a coach where you know, he'll put you in the game. If he doesn't see something that he wants to see you do, whatever it is that, you know, whatever type of play you are, if you're a guy that's going to, rebound or defend or whatever it is that your strength should be. I, mean, I think he he'll, he kind of decides pretty quick, like, okay, you don't got it today. <laughs> or I don't trust you today. Um, and it seems like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to keep you out there to work through what you need to work through. So um, I don't, yeah, I don't think any coach really wants to be in that position, right? Don't, I mean, no coach wants to be sitting mid-February and, and still not sure which guy's he's going to be able to trust to put out there. Pat, so, you, and you see it in, in the record, in the result. Do you see that um, hurting his players with that mentality? Um, having this idea of like, man, if I'm off just a, a little bit, dang, I, I won't be able to play today. I mean, isn't there something cool about having a coach say, hey, look, you're my guy, we're going to roll with you, and kind of give you the green light and not always feeling like you're on edge yeah, all the time? Probably, DJ. Like, if we're talking about – a certain level of talent where you know that guy is is you know is going to work through a couple of mistakes and then he's going to give you twenty and ten. Yeah, 
But, I mean, you know, we're not particularly talking about that type. You know, we've seen guys who are extremely talented players, and everyone knows and sees their talent. It's just sometimes how to push the right button to get that talent. Um, you know, we, we just, I mean, I mean, it's no secret. It's not, I mean, you can look at, like, a lot of the uh, you know, projections. You know, the talent, we, we have good players. Um, you know, just not, I think, the guys where you say, okay, I tr- I, I, I'm going to trust you enough to put you out there to work through your mistakes because at the end of the day, we're going to win this game, even making a few mistakes. You know, I, I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, we get that type of team. You know, Makai Mitchell's another story that I like, Pat. He showed some flashes last year, but certainly he has been a, a key for them the last couple of games, and I was glad to see him play well. And it really came up huge at the free throw line, too, on Saturday. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, he's shooting the, um, speaking of free throws, I was looking at some numbers, and he shot it well. But he's, he's like a 70% free throw shooter, so he's, he's, been, he's been dependable from the, from the free throw line. And that's an important thing for Coach Musk. His teams um, are always at the top of the SEC in the country with free throws attempted, and that's you know if you if, if you don't have the ability, that's just like what he likes, what he wants out of his players. So you have to be prepared to know how to get to the free throw line. You got to be able to make them. But yeah, Makai's been good. I think what Coach Musselman said at the beginning of that that audio clip, you know, to have multiple guys be able to make good decisions with the basketball. It's very simple. You mentioned South Carolina. Like, nobody anticipated South Carolina being tied for the first in the SEC. But what they have is they, they get just good decision makers with the ball. They're, they're patient, under control, and because of that, they're in every game. You know, it's not like up and down con, con, inconsistency. So if he can get those guys, play a couple of guards, and you mentioned, you know, he had a couple of guys that played point guard. That's good. I mean, if yeah. you, you can get those guys making good decisions consistently, then you're going to be in every game. Pat, your colleague Dane Bradshaw said, I believe, I read this quote, that Kentucky's got a Final Four offense and a round of 32 defense. <laughs> this week they're hosting uh, Ole Miss back tonight. What uh, what happens there? Well, I think Kentucky is – the defense is struggles because it's just mistakes. It'll be over health. It'll be um, you know out of position, and it could just only be out of position if you're in health a couple of steps too much, and now the ball swings quick, and your man catches it, and it's a catch and shoot three, as opposed to you being anticipating. So it's those small little things. Um, I mean, it's not like an, a physical inability to play defense and get the athletes to do it. I think it's just an understanding, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm sure they get into watch film, and they're explaining to them, "Listen, don't overhelp. You overhelp too much, you can't get back to your man, or you know, you don't rotate quick enough on the weak side. Just just kind of simple things like that, um, you know, because their offense is. I mean, it's 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 incredible. They got five guys on the floor who can pass, dribble, and shoot." They're just a very skilled, all five guys you can put out there, very skilled and do all, all three things. No doubt. Uh, let me completely shift off this and talk about... Um... Kate? Hmm? Kate? No? You guys got all Super Bowl out of your system? I was going to talk about the Dunkin' Donuts commercial, but sure, whatever you want to do. 
Oh, yes, that was great, wasn't it? Not, I don't think we enjoyed it as much as you did, but, yes, it was good. Did you see the video going um, around of the guys? They hung up a, a, a tire in the back where they were shooting the commercial. Oh, no, I didn't see that. And, oh. they, and I'm sure it was planned, but they had Brady and uh, and his boys, Damon and um, Affleck, throwing footballs back there. By the way, Ben Affleck throws a horrific pass. He can't throw? No. That's they, surprising. I'm surprised, too. Wait, ben, who? Ben Affleck and Okay, Matt okay. Matt Damon, I bet, can throw. Matt throws pretty well. Yeah. Um, but, but it was hilarious yeah, watching Affleck, They're like He tw- didn't look athletic at all? Uh, no, he throws funny. Ooh. He threw some ducks. Uh, you could have put it in the gumbo I just ate. Anyway, he was um, – Brady was hilarious. He threw like 20 right through there in the middle. I'm like, the dude hasn't missed a beat. But I guess, you know, he's pretty good. How far away? Uh, like 20 yards. No way. How many in a row? I don't know. Yeah, like, I say, mean, are it you, was edited for content. No I don't way. know. You should find the video, though. It was pretty funny. The joke was like, Affleck's like, what if, uh, what if they had drafted me instead of Tommy B? No. I was like, yeah. Not another Can guy I guy. ask you uh, one more basketball question, Pat? Are we running late? Are we tight on? I just uh, when it comes to like you know the I'm just fascinated him and the way that he decides to play his players, the subs, some guys transferring. Yeah. I'm sure they came in with the at least lore of oh, I'm going to get some good playing time with Coach Muss, and then they sit down. Um, one, how many of these guys do you see not stake, sticking around that have an opportunity to come back? I just don't see a lot of guys on this roster that are going to be you know NBA must gets um and on the other aspect yeah. how does this going to affect recruiting with the way that he chooses to have this interesting you know who plays style yeah it, and that's i guess i don't know if i was talking to you guys but at some point you think to yourself he has to be thinking like what are we going to do for next year with some yeah. of these guys right mm-hmm. so like i was starting to think that same thing on the same like thinking of what, where you're going with it and he has to figure out, okay, which which one of these guys, and that's the challenge of the transfer portal. We talked about it. It's like you guys go in the transfer portal at the end of the season, and you only get a week or two to kind of figure out, is this our guy? You know, you watch tape, maybe you try to talk to him a couple times. So you, you it's a lot less than recruiting a high school kid for two years. So, like, now you get him on campus, and maybe he wasn't who you thought he was, uh, and you try to work through it, and that's part of it. I think what Coach Muss is going through the, right now is like, okay, I thought this kid could do different things. He can't really, maybe wasn't the guy we thought he was. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a point in this season, and we may be getting to that point where he's got to try and win games now, obviously, but, you know, he's got to be thinking about which one of these guys am I going to, you know, anybody. Um, and I think, you know, who do I want to bring back? Who can we coach? Who can you know, come back and be better. But I think with the recruiting part of it, like he's very good at sitting in front of a recruit, whether it's a transfer guy or it's a high school kid, and basically saying, here's how we're going to get you where you want to go. Professional basketball, be successful at Arkansas, and here's our game plan for that. So I think, you know, he'll probably just be very upfront, DJ, honestly, and be like, yeah, you know, these guys, they, they were just inconsistent. And, and, you know, if they weren't giving me what I want, when I see it in the first few minutes of the game, I know that guy is not going to be able to, to get this done for me today. So, you know, so I yank him. <laughs> yeah. you know, I think the best way is always to be honest in, in those situations. PB, thank you for the time, buddy. Thank you to River City Flooring and Terry and the crew over there. They do a great job, and we will ch- sure check in next week.